You're listening to episode number 20 of the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Before we get to today's episode, here's the review of the week from the lovely Lisa Michelli. She says, what are you waiting for with five stars? I just had to say five stars because she was super nice and gave us five stars. Um, <laughs> if you got the time, listen, you won't be disappointed. Lindsay and Evie are the real deal. They're real, authentic, honest, and downright inspiring to all creatives. They're relatable and insanely talented. Everything they say will resonate with you in more ways than you can even imagine. Highly recommend. Praise hands. Lisa, your words are so kind, and honestly, we're so incredibly grateful you took the time to share your thoughts on the podcast. Guys, we create this for you, so it's so encouraging to receive feedback like this. It honestly means the world to us that this podcast resonates so deeply with you. So seriously, thank you. Okay, so on to today's show. We are discussing the top four things you can do when business is slow. Guys, we've all experienced those slow seasons in business, right? It's usually when we start to freak out or give up or just have that negative mindset like, oh no, money's not coming in. What do I do? What was me? Like freak out, right? So instead of looking at a slow season as a negative, turn that perspective around and think about how in a dry season where clients or purchases aren't coming in, how can we actually look at that as a huge blessing? That's what we're going to dive into today's episode. Slow seasons can actually be wildly productive and helpful in your business. In fact, Evie and I create slow seasons for ourselves now because they're so important. So today we're going to talk about the top four things that you can practically do when money ain't coming in the bank and you're twiddling your fingers on the couch waiting for a potential client to hop in your inbox. So are you ready for it? Let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. Today, Lindsay and I are going to be talking about slow seasons in your business and how those can actually be some of the most successful and productive seasons of your life. So before I even get ahead of myself and start talking about more and more of what we're going to dive into today, let's just get started and talk with four of our top tips of things that you can do when business is slow. Lindsay, why don't you take it from here? All right. So number one, The thing that you can absolutely do when business is slow is use that time to learn and grow. And I rhymed and I didn't even know it. (laughs) I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. (laughs) Um, It sounded like a rapper. (laughs) It kind of did. Learn and grow. Guys, when we first started, we had slow seasons. That was a great opportunity to either dive into a course that you bought that maybe you haven't had a chance to fully dive into, read up on some books, like um, watch some YouTube videos. Like when your business is slow, take that time to keep ingesting information and grow your knowledge and grow your business that way. Especially when you're busy, I think it can be so easy to forget that and just be in this mindset of hustle, hustle, hustle and focusing only on the clients and the business that you have at the point at that point. But, um, and then let 
you know, learning and education fall to the wayside. And so that's tip number one is utilize that slow season to invest in yourself through education, through growing, through learning. You can take a course, you can attend a workshop. Um, just take this time to ingest as much info as you can, you know? Um, I don't know. There's, there's, I'd like to say in this day and age, there's literally nothing that you cannot find for free somewhere on the internet. Like Google Mm -hmm. is your best friend. And I think people underutilize that a lot. And honestly, Mm -hmm. what workshops and courses and, and YouTube videos do is a real, it, it helps you learn specific things. And somebody else has already done that work for you, but ultimately the internet is your friend is what I would say. Yeah. And I, I think some people who might be listening to this might, you know, have the question or, or hesitation of, okay, you don't understand business is slow. I don't have money. I don't have income coming in. How can I go invest in education in myself? Well, if you are in the position financially where you can't invest in education in yourself for yourself, that's okay. Go take the time because that's the blessing of a slow season is that you have that time to be able to go search for that information on your own. Listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks and or read business books, um, download people's free guides, listen to their freebies, go on YouTube, go on Pinterest, Google stuff. Like there is so much free information out there if you actually take the time to search for it. And this is an incredible season. If you are struggling with a slow season or you will in the future or whatever, this is such a great time to really utilize this extra time and space to begin to invest in that education, even if it's just with investing your time instead of your finances. And something that I also want to throw out there, um, I believe the average CEO reads 52 books in a year. That's the statistic of like Fortune 500 companies, whatever. Some of the top CEOs, most of the top CEOs in the world read business books. They are constantly ingesting new information, new education, new knowledge, and that's something that is a top priority for me in my life. I know Lindsay is the same. We constantly are listening to books, reading uh, books, listening to podcasts, searching for more information and more education. You can never know it all. And there's always things to learn and grow on. And so this is such a great season when you do have way less distractions and business isn't just making you run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Really make sure you're investing in that future so that you're able to then implement and work on new things in your business during the slow season, which is what we're going to dive into next. Yeah. And I would say one last thing for that is as you get busier and as you get more successful and more things come on your plate, you almost have to create slow seasons. Like slow seasons can be such a blessing if we switch our mindset from thinking, oh no, money's not coming in, stress, I'm not busy. It's like busy is way too glorified in this world. And slow seasons are such a blessing. So Mm -hmm. when you get more successful, you have to physically block out dates in your calendar to intentionally Mm -hmm. be slow and have rest and just have those seasons of breathing. So enjoy it while you have it and look at something that could be deemed as negative and turn it into a positive. Absolutely. You want to go with number two? I got you. Okay, number two, experiment with new marketing strategies. So this is something that is just a very specific and tangible takeaway for something that you can practically do when your business is slower. If you haven't already done research and begun implementing Facebook ads, start now. This is an incredible opportunity. Facebook ads especially are very techy and intricate and 
and can be a time suck as far as setting them up. But once you set them up, the results that so many people get from Facebook ads is mind boggling. So if you're struggling to get those clients in the door and actually booked and in your calendar and in your wallet, this is an incredible season to begin researching and implementing Facebook ads. And then secondly, Pinterest marketing. If you're not already utilizing Pinterest marketing, especially for our photographers out there, any creative business owner, who has a uh, visual product or or products that you are creating visual content for, so taking photos of your product, Pinterest marketing is mind-bogglingly good, and the results from that as well are incredible. So begin researching and implementing Facebook ads, Pinterest marketing, and then if you are a product-based business, start looking into influencer marketing because that is where the future of marketing lies. Influencer marketing is such a powerful tool, and if you're not already utilizing one or all three of those things, the slow season is the time when you can step back without any distractions from the rest of your work and say, all right, I'm a kick butt. I'm a up level my marketing game. And next thing you know, clients are flooding through those doors. Yes. And on the Facebook ad note, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to episode 11. It's called Facebook ads, everything you need to know with Max Sadik, because he, that honestly is one of the, the episodes that we give on this entire podcast that I think the most tangible, helpful tips that you can take away from that episode. He gives so much. And so if you're curious about Facebook ads, if you're in a slow season right now and you want to learn more, that is a really great episode to start with. And then I know he has a lot of free resources and obviously there's the internet too. So there's a lot there. Um, And something else that you can do, I think, with this experimentation in a slow season is take something that you're already doing, like say Instagram marketing or Facebook marketing or Facebook posting and split test. So what I mean by that is take one week and do a strategy that you've maybe heard about or that you've been thinking about that you've wanted to try, but you just haven't had the time in more of a busy season. Take that slow season to do some split testing. So whether that's doing one week and like posting your face more or either writing longer captions or whatever the strategy is, maybe doing more IGTVs or storying every hour. I don't Maybe that's ridiculous, but split test and see what works because oftentimes in a busy season, we don't have time to do those things. And that's the thing that I know busy seasons can, or sorry, slow seasons can feel so negative and you can get so down on yourself. But honestly, it's such a blessing. There might be a time in the future where, where you don't have that, that time. And it's really, it's awesome to take advantage of it now, you know? Yeah, and I I want to tag on to that and say if anyone out there is going through a slow season, I just we both just want to make sure we clarify slow seasons do not mean that you're not successful. Mm. And slow seasons do not define the the quality or success of your business, and every business model is different and looks different and and the the seasonal capacity and capabilities of that business look different and every single business is going to have a different model of the way that it works but the one thing we will say is that there are some business models where time becomes so scarce and be, finding this time to implement things, everything that we talk about in today's episode becomes nearly impossible without actually blocking off and scheduling out 
this slow season. Mm -hmm. And so not every business has that issue or, or encounters that problem just because of the way that they're set up. So slow seasons are not a negative thing. And we want to make sure we clarify that. But then in addition, this is the season. If your business model does become the business model where there is such a scarcity of time, this is such an incredible season to begin to implement this rhythm and routine of carving out and creating productive, successful, slow seasons because these are so valuable and so vital as business owners. And I think we somehow have become uh, obsessed with the the vision of slow seasons that they are unproductive, unsuccessful, negative things, but they're not. They're actually some of the most helpful and positive, uh, impactful seasons that we can have as businesses and as business owners. So taking advantage of them from the very beginning, from the moment you start your business, implementing and and taking advantage of this time that you have time is so, so vital. So I just wanted to pop in there and say that. I know Lindsay agrees with that mindset of viewing this slower season time in your business. Does Instagram scare the heck out of you? Feeling like you're always struggling to save time on the good old gram while also creating flawless branded professional content for it? We feel you. We have made a special little something just for you. We created a PDF with our top five apps we use in conjunction with Instagram to create smooth, professional content while saving us time and energy. This is a list compiled after years of using Instagram and searching for all the secret pro tools to make our jobs easier. If you've ever wondered, how the heck did she do this? Or how did she make that? It's probably answered by one of these apps. There are little secret sauce to spicing up your Instagram. We use these apps daily and they've absolutely changed the game for us. So if you're ready to uplevel your Instagram and create pro content with just a few clicks, we got you. Head on over to www.theheartuniversity.com slash apps and let's uplevel that Instagame. That's A-P-P-S, y'all. Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. Okay, on to number three. Revamp the back end of your business. Guys, there are so many things that you can do just in that one sentence. 
The back end of your business, again, is something that can so easily get left to the wayside when you're focusing on responding to clients or shipping out products or going to shoots or or making flowers, whatever it is that you do. We often get caught up in, in the doing of our business and we're just run, run, run. We're doing it. We're working in our business instead of working on it. So a slow season is a really great opportunity to work on your business. And there's a bajillion back-end things that we can do. And we're going to kind of dive into each of those. Evie, do you want to hit the first one? Absolutely. So number one, work on ways you can improve your client experience and add value for your clients. And that can look like up-leveling or creating client gifts. If you don't already have a client gifting system or a way that you're blessing and thanking your clients and immediately giving back, especially uh, if they are dropping a lot of money on you for your product, for your service, whatever that looks like, if they are about to drop hundreds or thousands of dollars on you, making sure that you have an immediate return on their investment that immediately gives them value and makes them feel seen, known, respected, valued, loved. So client gifting is a great way. If you are a product-based business, working on your product packaging, that's huge. Focus on making it branded and quality and professional and personal and creating that connection with your clients and with your customers. And just those two things alone, whether it's client gifts and you are a service-based business, or if it's product packaging and you're a product-based business, either one of those can completely change your client experience just in those two alone. Yeah. Another way that you can add value to your business is by creating a shiz kind of ton. Wow, I said that wrong. Is creating a shiz ton of content. (laughs) Create content, guys. I cannot reiterate this enough. I don't care if you don't view yourself as a content creator or you're like, Lindsay, I'm not like an influencer. I can't create content. No, I don't care (laughs) if you sell shoes on the side of the road, Sharon. Create content. And what I mean by that is create blog posts. Create PDF freebies, create, um, write emails for an email list so that you can create like a a sequence to get people on your list, create so much content. And even if you're not a writer, just start because you're going to get better. The more that you write, the more that you practice, we could do a whole other episode on Mm -hmm. how to beat writer's block. But in general, create content that in and of itself will add value to your business. A practical example is say that I'm going to use a wedding photographer because that's where we started. That's kind of our niche, as you will, as where we started. If you say you're an elopement photographer, if you want to attract like brides that want to elope in your off season or in, in a season that's a little bit more dry or a little bit more slow, take that time to create some PDFs or some blog posts or better yet, a PDF that's downloadable on a blog post and gets them on your list. Um, get and create stuff like how like 10 of your favorite elopement spots in the western US or um four ways or four four step process to plan and execute an adventurous elopement and what you're doing is you're serving your bride and you're adding value and you're adding creating content for her and when you're busy you oftentimes don't have time to write all of that or you just you might compile a list of things you want to write but this is the time to really utilize and create that content Absolutely. I think just being intentional with this season, there is so much that you can constantly be doing on the back end of your business. Uh, Lindsay, I think you and I both probably have lists of about like 
20 large tasks that both of us are wanting to do in our businesses to up-level and to consistently grow and create more value and create more content, things that, you know, we're wanting to work on. And that list never really goes away. We'll knock off like three things and, and four more will show up. But that's the beauty of those slower seasons. That's why we intentionally carve them out into our businesses and into our lives now and into our years is so that we can sit down and revamp the back ends of our business, even now. So creating that content, creating that value for your client so that when they, you are starting to get inquiries again, or are starting to have clients come through your doors again, or whatever that looks like for you and your business model, that experience has already leapt up about five different levels. And they are just wowed and blown away by the systems that you have in place and the quality and value and I value (laughs) said it twice, but you know, I mean it, the value that you're bringing to the table for them. So being intentional with those. All right. The next thing uh, that you can do to revamp the back end of your business is work on the nitty gritty, basically the details that you don't want to focus on at all. So they typically don't get, end up getting done during busy season. So things like setting up a budget, which I know we don't like that word, but <laughs> but making a budget and a spending plan for your business, that is like the time to do it in a slow season. Um, making sure that your finances are all in order with your accountant, with your bookkeepers, keeping up to date, making sure you have those receipts. Um, just like all of those financial backend stuff, this is the time to really make sure it's in line, it's organized, it, you have a streamlined system. So that way you're not scrambling come tax time or when you are busy and you're flying everywhere or traveling or just busy with with whatever it is, that way you have a system. Heck yes. And then on top of that, this is such a great time to focus and work on the legal side of your business and making sure that is polished, squeaky, shiny, clean, looking real (laughs) nice. That includes your contracts, guys. Make sure you have your contracts in place and you have a contract for literally every single service or product that you are providing. Make sure you are covered, including the copyright on your website, everything, the back end of your business and the legal side, your intellectual property uh, copyrights and all of that. Make sure you're focusing on the back end and legal side of your business. And this is a great time to do that when you have that extra time. And then number four, focusing on your email funnels, your templates, and your workflow when it comes to your emails and your entire back end of your workflow on your business. So if you don't have an email list set up, this is such a great time to begin to utilize and harness the power of email marketing focusing on writing that copy, setting up those funnels, those those different templates and the different triggers and all of that, set that up. It can be super uh, intimidating, if we're being honest. <laughs> Emails can be very intimidating and creating that from scratch can feel like such a daunting and overwhelming task. I can guarantee you we're going to be doing a podcast episode pretty soon about setting up an email list and creating that whole system. But this is such a great season to work on something like that. Email marketing, just like we talked above, is such a great marketing tool and strategy. So beginning to implement that now is super helpful to building that solid foundation under your business. So when business is booming, pretty soon you're able to actually handle that influx of clients, of sales with so much more peace and grace and smooth sailing than you would if you didn't have all these systems in place. 
Okay, whew, I know that was a lot that we just threw at you on number three, revamping the back end of your business. So let me quickly recap just so that you can have that in your head. Number one under number three, this is all confusing, but I promise if you go to the show notes, it'll make a lot more sense and we'll have it laid out super nice for you in there. So number one, improve your client experience and add value. And underneath that, focus on client gifts, product packaging, creating that content and adding that value. That includes the PDF freebies, the blog posts, creating that email list and setting up your funnels. And then focus on the back end and the nitty gritty of that back end of your business. And with that, we had four points. Number one, create and set up a budget if you don't have one. I know that's a scary term, but you can do it and it's so vital to sustain your business. Number two, make sure your finances are in order with your accountant and bookkeeper. Number three, Focus on the legal side of your business. Make sure it's shiny and clean, guys. That's so, so vital. And then number four, create those email funnels, those templates, and that workflow that's going to sustain your business as the season gets busier and busier and you become more and more overwhelmed. Make this all smooth, shiny, and easy for you and your future team if you decide to go that direction. Phew. Yeah. Number three was a huge tip. That was a lot. Um, the last tip now, we're wrapping up this episode. Tip number four on what you can do in business is slow is keep creating. Guys, when you are slow or when your business is slow, act like it ain't slow. <laughs> keep posting to social, keep creating, keep working on your art or your craft or your service and make it better. If people are not paying you to do that thing, keep doing that thing that you do. Say you're a graphic designer. Don't wait on a, a custom like client quote to come in, keep working on your strokes. That sounded weird, but you know what I'm saying? Like keep, <laughs> I meant like if I was, I said graphic designer in my head, I meant, in my head, I meant hand letter, <laughs> you know, like keep working on your hand lettering strokes. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. Basically, basically the point this. is keep creating, learn a new skill, use that time that of slowness to benefit your business or benefit your art. If your business is art or creative based. Um, yeah. Anything to add, Evie? <laughs> I would just encourage you guys. Slow seasons can be such a great time for you to begin to experiment with new skills, new strategies, to perfect your product, perfect your art, whatever that looks like, whatever you your business is centered around, and just keep moving forward. If if any time a train experienced a little bit of headwind and stopped the train would never get anywhere. And so recognizing if there's some resistance, if there's, you know, a slow season or it feels like you're just going through the desert, keep going, just keep going, keep creating, keep moving, keep sharing yourself hustling so that people can see, oh man, she's actually, he, she, sorry, is actually doing something and, and constantly moving and creating and, and working on new things because that sparks people's interest. If you just drop off the face of the earth, not only is your art and your product going to suffer, but your audience and your clients and, and the people who are watching are also going to not have you in the forefront of their mind. So those are the two things that really you should keep in mind is perfecting your product. And secondly, make sure you're also staying at the forefront of people's minds and don't just drop off the face of the earth just because seasons are Yes. Slow. And guys, the drought, like no drought lasts forever. If you're walking through a desert, mm -hmm. there will be rain eventually. Like just know that if you are going through a slow season or a drought season or a dry season where the money is skim, um, <laughs> that it will not last forever, that you will get through it, that keep 
just keep mm-hmm. your spirits up. Do everything that we said in this episode and you will get through it. Business will turn around. That's how life works. You know, winter only lasts so long before summer hits. Well, spring mm-hmm. comes before summer, but you get the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just don't give up. Yeah. I think that's the number one thing we want you to take away from this episode is do not give up just because business is slow. Don't just curl up on the couch with Netflix and uh bar of chocolate and do nothing. (laughs) Work towards improving yourself and your business and preparing for the next season. Prepare as if you think it's going to be the busiest season of your business so far. You're about to be slammed with stuff. Keep that mindset in this slow season because that's going to set you up for so much success and that is going to move you forward. Yes. Okay. To recap, because I know we throw a lot at you. The four things that you can do when business is slow. Number one, learn and grow. I love that that rhymes again. Sorry. (laughs) So number one, learn and grow. Take workshops, take courses, or learn for free from Google, YouTube, Pinterest, downloadable freebies, podcasts, audiobooks, all that thing. All All that thing, all that stuff. Number two, experiment with new marketing strategies, whether that's Facebook ads, Pinterest, split testing on a certain social platform. Just keep trying and experimenting a bunch of different things during the slow season. Number three was the heavy big one, the back end of your business. Work on adding value like client gifts, product packages, create creating content, downloadable freebies, work on blog posts, work on your email lists, work on nitty gritty stuff like setting up budgets, making sure finances in order, making sure all your contracts and the legal side of your business is set up correctly. And then planning those email funnels, creating and setting up all your templates, making sure your workflow is all good to go. Whoo, that was number three. And lastly, number four, keep creating. Do not act like it's so slow. Keep creating, work on your art, make it better, set up free projects. If you do not have someone paying you for something, just keep creating and don't get discouraged. Don't give up. It's not going to last forever. Heck yes. Okay, guys, we are so, so, so in your corner and we hope you know that. That is why we created this podcast. That's why we created The Heart. We want to see you thriving and succeeding. So if this was a helpful episode, feel free to tag us, screenshot this and tag us on social media. Lindsay and I love seeing you guys sharing these episodes. And if you haven't already, please make sure you go and leave us a review on iTunes because that is super helpful to us and our rankings and making sure more and more business owners are able to come and hear this podcast and just kick butt even during this slow season. So go kick some butt this week, guys. We are cheering you on. We are in your corner and we can't wait to see you in the Facebook group, on social media, and or over on the iTunes. So go have a good week and we will talk to you guys later.